Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the BX Force Jedi Network. I am BX Force Jedi Ken. I hope you guys are doing well this afternoon. Let's get right into it. New York Yankee baseball, folks. I hope you guys are doing a phenomenal job. There's a little bit of technical difficulty. But let's talk about the New York Yankees baseball. 2023 season is upon us. Spring training is over. We're getting ready now to start a regular season in the Bronx. Our New York Yankees trying to improve from last season. We know the up pickup. We got Rodon coming in. Pickup in the left-hander. We've got the big let's go with the big story unit. I'm bearing the lead first and foremost is the Yankees have a new shortstop coming into the Bronx in 2023, and his name is Anthony Volpe. Anthony Volpe did a phenomenal job winning that shortstop battle. They said it was going to be a shortstop battle, uh, and now they did it. They won it. Went out there. The Yankees kept true to their word. They had an open competition. Tana Falefa. Peraza, Volpe, Volpe outshine all three, in my opinion. Let me ask this question, Yankee fans. Is this Brian, Brian Cashman listening to, remember, they bought in Sabian, Brian Sabian, they bought in Omar Minaya. Is he, is he listening to his men surrounding him? Because this is something the Yankees wouldn't do because of the control factors of service time Lope is only 21 years old i'm surprised they brought him and allowed him to play shortstop um they could have easily brought him up and, and they could have bought time with kind of a left for at least until june where the call-ups are and they could have bought Lope up uh, i'm really surprised on that it's a good surprise it's a really good surprise because they're investing listen if the kid is ready to play he's gonna if he's gonna provide the yankees with that spark and he's going to be a winning ball player. You bring Anthony Volpe up, and I'm glad they did that move. I, you know, it could put it could put the rest now from all the, the Yankee Twitter and, and all the Yankee um, folks. Volpe Praza, we need a shortstop. You, now you you got to give them you got to give Volpe time now, Yankee fans. I mean, you don't have to do anything, but I'm asking, give Volpe time. If he's struggling. Listen, he's not going to hit a home run his first at bat in the, or it'll be great. He, he is not from Kalaloo, Michigan. He is not number two. He's not Derek Jeter. Do not expect Volpe to have that impact. If he does, more to it. Do not expect him to be the next Derek Jeter. He's going to be the next Anthony Volpe. Let him be. Let Anthony Volpe be Anthony Volpe. Don't put the expectations and the bar to a Derek Jeter. I don't think... Right now, anyone anywhere in the Yankee farm system can ever come with Derek Jeter brought to this team the intangibles. So he doesn't need that extra pressure. He needs to be go out there and have a blank canvas and become Anthony Volpe for the New York Yankees. One thing I, I, I like to see that Volpe is coming up with the big club is he'll be able to play shortstop. He's going to have Aaron Judge. It takes personally, it takes the pressure off of Volpe because Judge now takes the spotlight. Can Aaron Judge duplicate 62 home runs? What Can he stay healthy? Was it a fluke? All those narrative, all those question marks, people are going to be asking him these questions 
not too much on Anthony Volpe. I think the timing was perfect, a perfect storm of bringing him up or vice versa. You know, even it might help. They, I think Judge and Volpe will feed off each other in that area where Volpe at times they're going to find out can he play shortstop and that and, and Judge is probably going, it could go vice versa. Even Joe Judge will go under the radar, not feeling the 62 home run pressure, in my opinion. What do I see from Volpe? Now that there is a, the shift is banned, the pitchers could only throw a certain amount of times to, to try to pick off a player. Speed. Volpe does enough. Oh, he's going to run. You're going to have now some some youth. You're going to have all, along with, you know, if he comes healthy, Bader, when he's healthy. Volpe, Falefa, when he plays part-time. Even Torres to a degree. You're going to have guys who could run from first to third now. Expand the base runners. I'm putting the pressure running. The, of course, with the base pads just being a, a couple of inches larger. Remember, there's going to be new rules. I, I kind of I am enjoying to see. I'm enjoying what's coming up when it comes to the middle infield possibility. I know everyone wants to talk about. Oh, can we move Glaber Torres? Let's wait. I want to see this dynamic middle infield because Torres. Listen, Torres was a terrible shortstop. We know that. But he is a really good second baseman. He's no slouch at second base. He does the plays. He has the range. He has the arm. He covers. I like Gleyber Torres at second base. I can say, oh, but we could move him for a training chip or a training process. He still have two years of controllability. Let's not worry about that right now because no moves. Barring the next 24 hours before opening day, they're we could pretty much say there isn't going to be any moves done in with the Yankees or Major League Baseball. They're not going to add anyone. They're not going to make any moves. You know, although last time we talked about that, the cap, the, the Tuckman move was came around two days before opening day. I don't think the Yankees are going to make any moves. Um, I could be wrong, but I, I don't see it for opening day. I don't see them make a move. So what we have is what you got. I think the Yankees are going to heavily rely. And it brings me to my next topic, after Volpe. Yankees. What worries me personally about this upcoming 2023 season, three-fifths of the New York Yankees starting staff has been already on the IL. We all know Frankie Montas possibly gone for the rest of the season, although they're saying not the astrosotic surgery might be back September, late October, late, late August, excuse me. I'm not counting. Don't hold your breath if you see Frankie Montas pitch another game for the New York Yankees. Maybe a mop-up duty for an inning or two to see to showcase. Maybe. You got Rendon, who's coming in. A little tightness in his forearm. Now, Rendon, prior to last season, had a lot of injury bump. I wasn't a big, of course, I'm glad the Yankee guys got signed Rendon. I'm not taking it back. But I was very skeptical, hesitant, of going to get a Rendon. This is the reason, because of his health. And listen, when the guy is healthy, he is phenomenal. Lefty, I, you know myself when I do the watch-alongs, when I do talk about Yankee baseball, I like left-handed pitching that fits Yankee Stadium. With the short porch, you want to neutralize it. You bring a lefty, especially Rendon with his swing and miss stuff, his ability. Any lefty with that type of with, with that type of craft, with that skill set, works in Yankee Stadium. That's why I was um, down last season. When they got rid of Jordan Montgomery, although Jordan Montgomery didn't have to swing and miss stuff, but he was a decent pitcher who was a good pitcher for the ballpark. Sometimes you got to get players that fit your ballpark, your dynamics, your dimensions. And I and I was very down when they traded Montgomery. I know Bader's been fine, but right now he's on the IL. Case in point, I like the fact that they bought Rendon here. I would have liked them to gotten another starter. I know a lot of folks as well. You know, personally. They should have gotten two starters. They should have gotten two lefties. In my case, in my in my um, if for, in my case, I would have went after Manaya as well as Rendon. I've always been a big fan of Sean Manaya. I know we're going to see him in the series against with the Giants, the lefty, crafty lefty. I know he says, well, he didn't have a good season in San Diego, but the ballpark. Listen to the advice. The ballpark fits a pitcher in that stature, that ilk. Rendon worries me with his health history. Can we get there? Can we get 30 starts from Carlos Rendon this season? 
I'm personally, I'm thinking we're getting 24 starts. I, I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer. I love the New York Yankees. I wouldn't be wasting my time um, doing a video, doing watch-alongs, getting ready, invested for this 2023 season. But it's just a gut feeling. Um, I hope I'm wrong. But I, I don't see Rendon making more than 20, 23 to 24 starts. That worries me. They're going to show the depth on the New York Yankees pitching in their minor league system. Case in point, let's get to now to our next pitcher that started off on the IL. And personally, I believe it's, I believe it was a, uh, a way of getting out of the World Baseball Classic was Nestor Cortez Jr. He pitched the final game in, in the Nationals later this afternoon. Um, he went 0-2 in the spring, but he pitched well. The numbers, the winning loss record doesn't, that didn't give it justice. You know what? When Nestor Cortez wanted to see him hit the corners, hit the inside, outside, the control factor for Nestor Cortez, and also coming out healthy, he looked pretty fine. He looked healthy coming out of these two, these starts late in the spring. Nestor Cortez, the big question mark: Can he duplicate what he did last season? He was pretty much ace worthy for the New York Yankees. Nestor Cortez had an All Star, well deserved All Star performance last season. Can he? Can he? repeated for a guy like Nestor Cortez injuries again and when anyone he has not been an injury prone pitcher he throws so smooth effortlessly um I think the quick pace is going to help him work um he's going to have one of these games where my goodness when we start the game an hour and an hour and 45 minutes later we're almost in the seventh inning he's going to work efficient um, early in the spring, will the manager, if he's working so smooth, quick, pitch count-wise, will he allow him to go? Is he going to go pitch count-wise or is he going to go inning-wise when it with Nestor Cortez? Can he duplicate? I think Nestor Cortez is going to be fine. Um, there's gonna, I think he's going to have a hell of a stretch like probably in the middle of June. I'm like, whoa, this guy is getting even better. And, of course, um, I think Nestor Cortez kind of duplicates almost the same performance as last season. I'm high on Nestor Cortez coming into this 2023 season for Nestor Cortez Jr. I think he's going to be fine. He's going to be well. It's going to be good, reliable. Of course, we know Garrett Cole will take the ball on Thursday afternoon against Logan Webb for the San Francisco Giants. Garrett Cole, some of us think some of us think he chokes in the big games. He doesn't show up. Let me tell you something. That guy makes every start. Every five days, you give that ball to, to Garrett Cole, and he's there. He's Mr. Reliable. I guess, well, he gets so much money. He makes so much money. He doesn't – listen, when you got a pitcher that you know on the fifth day, you're penciling him to start, that's worth a lot. That's worth money. That's worth the weight in gold. And, of course, we take it for granted because we want him to have that memorable moment where, my goodness, he, he just was dominant. He is a steady ace for the New York Yankees. Like him or don't like him, you know he's not going to miss a start barring injuries, you know, it's could be big major injuries. Guy is healthy most of the time. He pitches well. Remember, only the first year when they went wild card that he had that little bit of a strain, and he still pitched through it. I'm not worried about Garrett Cole. But, it, but I am worried about the next starter I'm going to bring is Luis Severino. Now, Severino... He has been hit with that injury. He's injury prone, major injury prone, and, and the Yankees protected themselves and not allow Severino to go pitch in the World Baseball Classic for Dominican Republic. And because he hasn't been healthy, case in point, he has a strain on his lap. The guy gets so many lap muscles. Last time was his shoulder. There's so many things with Severino, the way his body breaks down, and he's going into a final year of the deal, a contract deal. I don't know. This might be the final year we see Severino pitch for the New York Yankees. If you're the Yankees, do you think long and hard of keeping him with this history of injuries? Let's say he does go through his lot issues and he comes out and he pitches extremely well. Yankees going to have a big conundrum. Do they extend Luis Severino with his injury history? Personally, I think Luis Severino should be a closer. He has the closer stuff. I think he, I know guys, want, I know he's very, more valuable as a starter, but with his recent injury 
um, prowess and in, in history. He's more, more. he looks like his future is going to be a closer. He's dominant from coming out of the bullpen. But that's just, some, that, that's taken away from what I'm want to bring here with Luis Arino. Um, team, over and under, do you guys think he's going to make 20 starts for the New York Yankees? 20 to 25 starts? I'm having doubts with that. I don't know. I do not know how long this injury is going to hold or how long he's going to be out. He's going to miss just one turn in the rotation, two turns in the rotation. But here's the silver lining of all this. Opportunities. An opportunity now has risen, is open here in the early part of the season for Clark Schmidt, for uh, Johnny Brito. Johnny Brito was very impressive in, in the spring. His last outing, he was five innings of perfection. Of course, that game was overshadowed because that was the game that the Yankees decided to bring Anthony Beauplay up to the main roster, decided he's going to the Bronx, and that was taken in. And, of course, no one puts too much stock on a, on a preseason perfect game, and he didn't go the whole distance, five innings, of course. And, the, and Brito has been pitching well. Keep an eye out for him as a name in the future when the Yankees need an arm. Dude, I, and I'm trying to put the right words for you guys. I know everyone wants the sexy move for Cashman. And right now, there isn't any pitching. Unless if you want to try to kick the tires on a Matt Harvey. You know, no. I know you guys, I know when I mentioned that, you guys probably cringing right now. No Matt Harvey, no way. He pitched well for Italy in the World Baseball Classic. Now, pitching, you have some kids in the minor. Look for Davey Garcia to have a bounce back. They have some arms. They were impressive. In the early part of, of spring training, um, they looked really well balanced. Greg also gave Wyset uh, was sent back down to the minors. We saw his arm in the bullpen. Another question mark when it comes to the Yankees bullpen. Who is their closer? We're going to go with Clay Holmes as their closer. That's fine. Let's give him that situation that he, a little bit of injury, tired arm, first time doing the closer role. Now he'll know how to pace himself, possibly preparation, um, all that key, because he wasn't strong. He was not strong in uh, in September as well as August. He was, he was horrific. He wasn't really good. Maybe now an, an, another year added, he knows what's to, where, where to go to, where to attack, or how to prepare in his preparation. Yankees bullpen is not the same bullpen that we had in 2021, 22, even, even in 2017. It's a different bullpen. It's going to be interesting to see how Boone uses it. One thing, one name that I think, if the first name that I think, if Clay Holmes stumble is Mariachi. You gotta think about Mariachi as your closer if they stumble with Clay Holmes. Don't 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 be surprised if that's the name the Yankees go for as a closer. Now, let me go to my next topic. The, the defensive alignment. I think the Yankees got too many moving parts. Who is the left fielder? Did no one really establish themselves in spring training as a left fielder? The final two roster spots, and it was really impressed. It was very um, question mark. They brought up, they they kept Esteban Forio and Rafael Ortega were the last two spots. And I know that. Um, thank you, Aiden, for letting me know that they released Rafael Ortega. Will Calhoun was also sent down to the minors. So if they're gonna go, with, they're gonna allow Esteban Florio who, let me tell you something, he wasn't really he wasn't really nothing to write home about in the spring training. Um, I, I, I didn't, I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't so impressed with Florio's numbers. They gave him a lot of opportunities. He played 18, of the, 18 games in spring training. Actually, 23 games. 23 games in spring training. He had 43 at-bats. He had three, he scored three runs. He had Seven hits, seven hits in 43 at-bats. 
I mean, he only batted a 163. His OPS was 536 for the spring. He did have a home run. We know that Esteban Florio was a highly touted center fielder for the Yankee organization. Personally, I think he, he's a, a quadruple A player. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with Esteban Florio. I guess he's going to be a late inning replacement for defense. You know, we all know that the first month and a half, in, in, especially in the Bronx, weather isn't so kindly, you know, with the winds, the cold, especially night games in April. It tends to be in the mid-40s. It doesn't give you that warmth from coming from Florida back up to the north, hamstring pulls, all stuff. You don't have – also, you don't have Harrison Bader. who will be starting the season on the IL. Um, Yankees didn't really, you know, assure himself for the left fielder. I know a lot of us would like to see Oswaldo Cabrera left field. Uh, we saw we saw Aaron Judge play some left field. Too many moving parts if you're the New York Yankees. Isaiah kind of Falefa will play some outfield. Not a true bona fide real outfielder that you know that's going to make the plays, read the recut, get the cutoff man, read the ball coming off the bat well. Hopefully that doesn't hurt the Yankees early in the season with the defensive mistakes, not knowing the position, people out of position. I mean, it's different. An outfielder is an outfielder, but when you come from left to right field in those different dimensions, Judge has not played left field in Yankee Stadium. That is, of course, they say you need you need kind of a center fielder to play left field in Yankee Stadium because of the sun angle. Remember. The, the game on Thursday, you're going to have a sun field. It's going to be difficult for to read the ball off, off the off the batter's bat in left field. I don't know. I'm not saying Judge will start in left. I, I don't believe so. But the left fielder will be interesting. We'll be opening days left fielder for the New York Yankees. Haven't seen the lineup or anyone posted out there. It makes me wonder um, what the Yankees will do. you got too many moving parts. Uh, personally, too many. You got, you know, the backup shortstop should be Isaiah kind of Falefa. You got Glaber Torres at second. DJ LeMahieu is going to be the jack of all trades. I think DJ is going to give each other, give the Yankees some spell between the second baseman, first baseman, and third baseman. You got to move DJ LeMahieu around the diamond to give these guys some spell, some blow. Um, everyone, everyone's lynching boy, Josh Donaldson, had a good spring. Hopefully, this is a sign, a tall tale sign for the Yankees if we have a resurgence, Josh Donaldson, this season. First of all, it's a contract year. His contract is up at the end of the year. You know what I, you know what I like to say. Whenever players go into contract year, they play above and beyond their means. I think Josh Donaldson is going to have a really good season for the Yankees. Enough where he's trying to get earn himself a multi year deal with another ball club, not with the Yankees. I think he's going to give us a, a multi year deal with another club, and I think he's going to play well. I think he's going to put some numbers up where we might be like, maybe we need to maybe we should re sign Josh Donaldson. If this guy, this guy has to be an MVP player, if the Yankees thinking about bringing him back or re signing him, if he ha- even if he has an all star level of, of a third base, you got to think about letting him walk. You cannot bring that his aging contract back on a multi-year deal. You got to go younger, but hopefully he balls out for the New York Yankees. You know what? He's going to give you some good glove at third base, no matter what. It, it kind of worries me the back of first baseman, Anthony Rizzo with his back issues. You know, if you got LeMay who could play that first base position, that's another concern. I know you saw Andres Chaparro. I don't know if he made the club. Yankees haven't released the full roster yet of who made the club all 26 men to make the roster yet um when i make when I'm at, as the time i'm making this video they just finished wrapping up a game against the nationals their final preseason game in the nation's capital before they head to their their uh, team dinner tomorrow and of course opening day thursday um one thing to look for after the service time in june a name that you guys all are familiar with and I love the fact that, again, we opened up talking about Anthony Volpe coming up to the major leagues at that age that he did. Ready. Only had a handful of AAA games. Look for a name if they if the Yankees are stumbling and left field is an issue and, and they're not producing. Jason Dominguez, don't fart around. Don't fumble around. 
if Jason Dominguez is destroying AAA early part of the season, you bring Dominguez up to the majors, to, especially the, if you want to keep that service time, let him come in as once he's eligible with that service time. If you're worrying about financials and money and dollars, um, but you could still bring him up after that that uh, threshold date, Dominguez in the spring. He had 22 at-bats. He had eight. He scored. He had 10 hits, eight runs, two doubles, four home runs. Four of them were home runs, 10 RBIs. His OPS is 1.565. He batted 455. Yes, I know it's the postseason. I mean, preseason, excuse me. We saw Hadigashioka had eight home runs last year and turned into a pumpkin. Jason Dominguez has a nit factor. There's something that auras around him with confidence. You don't tell me if after seeing Volpe being elevated here, it gives also those young minor minor leaguers hope. If I go out there and I play my rear end off or ball out, there's an opportunity where the Yankees might need me because there's a, there's a need, a position of need that this team that the team requires, and I can fill that void. Guaranteed uh, by, I, I I'm going on a limb. I'm seeing Jason Dominguez being the Yankees left fielder or possibly center fielder by June. I can see where they can move a Harrison Bader to left. The Aaron Hicks experiment, he'll probably be a fourth outfielder. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They'll give her, they'll, they'll either move, they'll, you know, DFA, Floreal, so forth, all the other guys off the bench there, and they'll keep a Hicks because of the contract, but they'll keep Hicks as the fifth outfielder, fourth outfielder, in the in with, well, along with, with Oswaldo Cabrera, and, and I think that's how they're going to go. Come come around June, June 15, June 20, whenever that, that date is that they could bring and it still won't count against the service time. You know, they can still keep some more time and helps the Yankees with the long term. The Mets are doing the same thing with their with their minor leaguers with the uh, with Viento Beatties. They're doing the same thing with those guys. They're not they're not making they didn't make the club from the very get-go. The Mets could use a right-handed power hitter, but we'll talk on the Met video when we do it. The Yankees are gonna do the same thing. I, I'm going on a limb. I'm gonna make a prediction for the 2023 season. Um, Jason Dominguez finishes the year with the Yankees on the main club. He's got that if factor. I think with with Saban in, in the era of Cashman, because remember, Ryan Saban is a old school gut scouting, keeping him, you know, seeing the, his, with his own eyes, the eye test guy. Of course, we know Cashman, the analytics with the numbers. Omar Manai is just a talent evaluator who, who just sees great Ryan talent, not just Ryan talent, but baseball talent. You get wise men that knows the game of baseball sit around and conversate. Of course, the Yankees, what what their big um, calling card is, we collaborate. We sit down and we collaborate. We do collaborations and we speak and we 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 we. It's a off, you know we all have conversations and if that's the case there, and it shows that there's an influence, a different change of philosophy possibly with a little old school baseball with a little gut and eye test. That's why Volpe's on this team. That's why it gives me confidence. It gives me hope that a Jason Dominguez will be playing for the New York Yankees um, going forward here this 2023. I think he'll be up here. I think he'll be the center fielder for the Yankees. Now, Vegas has the New York Yankees at 94 and a half wins this season, over and under. I'm taking the over. I think the Yankees win 97, 97 to 98 games this season. They finished last year 99 and 63. And they faded at the end of the month. I think the Yankees will finish 98 and 60, 64. But I think they're going to go excelling into the postseason. Um, excelling, finish the season strong. I believe, you know, April, they're going to, April, they need to, personally, they need to start off in April. I got it down as 18. And in the first 25 games, I need the Yankees to go 18 and 7. I need them to go 18 and 7. 
get above a couple games over 500, you start getting healthy reinforcement, the web starts changing in, in up north, then you take off from there. But they got to start 18 and 18, 18 and 7. Um, and I believe they're going to fill, the, instead of having the opposite, where they're going to be fading in, in August, September, I think they're going to go in going strong, um, possibly getting uh, being healthy and everyone hitting on cylinders in the right time. And it's been a long time that we could say the Yankees are going into the into October with the momentum swing heading the right way. You know, and, and it's about time we probably play finally ahead of ourselves and playing um, motivating or, or clicking in September. And I think that's going to help the Yankees propel them on a nice playoff run. Um, I, Vegas has them the fourth best, fourth odds to win the World Series. They're four to one. Let's sit back and enjoy it because if the Yankees, I personally think if the Yankees are having a, an opportunity, because remember, you also got Oswaldo Oswaldo Peraza there. He, you know, that's a big, highly talented um, prospect, Austin Wells. They've got some players in there, and, and they cannot play all these prospects. Look for the Yankees and make another prediction. Look for the Yankees to explore when if Burns from the Brewers becomes available because they right now they cannot agree on getting some arbitration numbers and he's trying to get a multi-year deal. If that player, if that pitcher becomes available for anyone in baseball, look for the Yankees to pounce on Burns with the Brewers. Look for the Yankees to pounce on it. Um, I don't think I don't think they need a, an, an outfielder unless I believe personally they could fix that within house with Jason Dominguez. That's just me. I'd rather them go and get the, the, the dominant pitcher. If there's a, a reliever, if they need a closer, I'd rather them go those routes. Give me a closer, give me another pitcher, another starter. I believe we could we could play internally with the with the infield. The infield's gonna be fine. They have Peraza, they have they, they, they have Peraza, they have IKF, they have some players who can move around, who can play different positions. It, you know, will DJ LeMahieu finally be fully healthy? You know, he's having, he's having some ankle, he had ankle issues. Told last year, is DJ LeMahieu finally healthy for the New York Yankees? Can Anthony Rizzo stay healthy with his back? Again, another one, Judge. Judge in a career year, in last year, in a walk year, for a contract, he played all games. Usually it's, hopefully he doesn't. Usually he has a stint in the IL with that with those lats. Hopefully he's healthy. Rendon, another one, career year of walk year for a contract. He he also pitched healthy last season, and now he's he hasn't even started, and we are already on the IL. So there's a little bit question marks, and I believe everyone in the in Major League Baseball has question marks. There isn't a clear cut dominant favorite team in the Major League Baseball this season. The Astros are going to be without Altuve. For, for at least two months. Are they going to rebound? Will Pena have a sophomore slump for the Astros? While the format, uh, you know, will he continue pitching the way he has? Can the, the Houston bullpen repeat? The world, is there a World Series hangover for Houston? There's a lot of question marks there. The San Diego Padres, do the pressure mount? Do they stay healthy? Do, do they or they're going to just run ruckshaw through the National League? The Mets. There's questions with the Mets. You know, Verlander, will he fit in New York? Does Scherzer still have a lot in the gas tank? Who's going to close to the Mets now that Edwin Diaz is now? And can they make the adjustment? Can they hit the Mets for power? There's a lot of questions on that. The Atlanta Braves, they started off extremely slow last season. And they caught fire to win the National League East. Will they start off? Again, slow, do they have enough to repeat? Or if they start off slow, enough mustard to try to make that comeback to win the National League East. The Philadelphia Phillies got their injuries. No Reese Hopkins out for the year. Bryce Harper is going gonna, is gonna to start the, on the IL. They have issues. Aaron Lona, they can't come up with a deal. They stop the contract talks. How is that with affecting? Could it could he be a pitcher that if the Phillies don't do well, will they move him? There's a lot of question marks up and down. There's a lot of question marks. The, the one team that is quiet under the radar, guys, is the Seattle Mariners. 
they're extremely they're a little quiet they don't they're not getting the spotlight placed on them a little sneaky the and let's talk about our division the american league east i'm not i'm not the toronto blue jays they're just a big hype machine they're all shiny but not everything that shines is gold they're all nice and shiny and they're and they never meet expectations so i'm i'm until i see them really become a juggernaut i'm not worried about the toronto blue jays i have more more respect when it comes to the tampa bay rays because they do everything correctly they pitch they scout they they develop they field they play the game of baseball different correctly you know they they really they squeeze the living dead out of every bit of talent that they have on the major league roster the baltimore orioles are up and coming the baltimore orioles going to be a surprise fun team um a tough team to play if you're the new york yankees and the toronto blue jays i think but personally at the end of the day of red sox i i really wish i could say something positive not because i dislike the red sox but i don't like what they, their moves they did in the all season i don't know what direction the red sox are going they right now it's dark times for the red sox but you know what they might just be quiet and they don't have that pressure expectation and they just might come out there and be at least the first half of the season a very pleasantly shocking team and then they they'll fade in july they might you know never know like oh man the red sox are playing so extremely well they're tough and then they'll just the the, the bottom could fall out of the red sox that's what i'm expecting from them i think they're going to be competitive the first um half of the season and then they're just gonna totally just flame out you know overmatch overplayed over over their expectation level um with the red sox but it's fun when the red sox are important in the american league east because if they're an, a, a formidable foe a, opponent it helps puts the yankees pressure to be even better because of course you know the natural rivalry between the yankees and the red sox when the red sox are good the yankees trying to tell try to up and trying to stay ahead of the red sox and and that keeps the yankee organization on their on their tippy toes to be better so yes, uh, I, I'm not one of those like I want you know. Oh, the Red Sox kind of suck completely. When the Red Sox are pretty decent and good, a formidable foe, it makes the Yankees sharper and want to be sharper. So I'm I'm not one of those to wish too much ill will on the Red Sox. I just want I just want if the Red Sox are good, I just want the Yankees to be them. That's all. When they're good, when they're great, let's just the Yankees be their kryptonite. That's all I ask for. To be honest with you, if you're a Red Sox fan, that's exactly what I want. You guys could be juggernauts against the whole league but when it comes to when you play the pinstripes you're we're going to be your daddy that's what i hope for every baseball season that's all i ask for. you know really um when, when it comes between the yankees and the red sox so those are all the different question marks here my concerns that was all my concerns with the yankees season it's going to be a long baseball season again all i ask for the yankee fan let's have patience with anthony volpe we wanted him up here. We were cramming. We were craving. We were we were like, bring Volpe up, bring Volpe up. We need to play him. The Yankees did it. Now let him go out there and play with no expect. You know, he's got a lot of pressure as it is. He doesn't need the fan base. He doesn't need the negativity on Twitter. If he makes a couple of mistakes, let him learn. We gave Glaber Torres time. And I know we were just, we, we couldn't stand Glaber at shortstop for a while. Give him time. He's only 20, 21 years old. The kid is gonna make the kid is gonna make baseball playing moves that's gonna win some games. The kid stole 50 stolen bases in the minor leagues. All four, you know, the kid could run. The kid is fast. The kid is gonna be fun. Let's sit back and enjoy it there. So with that said, guys, I wanted to make a video on my prediction. Yankees win the American League East. I think they get, I guess, 98 wins. 98 to 98 wins. 98 and 64 is my prediction. They'll win the American League East, um, and there from there on, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know who's going to be their matchup. If they're going to who they play in the postseason, I, I, it's too far. It's, I'm not even knowing what other rosters who's going to be good, who's not. Barring injuries, they should be at that level. Um, one thing I, I'm expecting them to be good, but I want to know what I want to know what's the identity of the New York Yankees. When when you know we let's wait let's wait for the first let's wait until Memorial Day before we know who this Yankee team is. Before we say and, and say, oh, this is going to be another home run or nothing team, let's wait. Let's wait for Memorial Day before we make an assessment who this Yankee team is. Usually that's when you're going to know what kind of team the Yankees are or, who, or who's who in the Major League Baseball. It's memor that Memorial Day threshold. 
when Memorial Day comes, you're going to know who's a pretender, who's not, who's who has a season going, and who's like, oh, my God, this is not going to go well. So that's what that's the way I like to take a temperature on the baseball season. For the Yankees, hopefully the first 25 games, again, I hope they go 18 and 7. They, they started off that way, um, get, some, get healthy, and whoever's not healthy, start returning healthy and keeping everyone around the team fresh, rested, and well and well um, ready to go, especially Giancarlo Stanton. I, we cannot go another season with three IL stints for Giancarlo Stanton. Stanton, we could, get, we could get away with one, possibly two IL stints for Giancarlo for short term. We can't have him, you know, he can't go. He, he Listen, if you got to get some Merinamusel, get some Merinamusel because I can't have you pulling your lap, taking a crap on the toilet. You got to come back and you have to, you know, you the guy pulls a muscle. He blows a gas and he blows a muscle. Giancarlo Stanton has to stay healthy. He has to stay healthy as much as possible. I understand it. Yeah, I get it. The beginning of the season, you might pull a muscle because it's cold in New York. But you got to stay healthy, big guy. We need you healthy. We need you to stay. I'm, again, I'm, I'm I'm actually giving two IL stints for Giancarlo, but a third one is going to be crippling. He needs to stay healthy. Everyone pretty much needs to stay healthy on this team. This team is going to go as far as Volpe and, G, and, and uh, Judge, not Jeter, Judge. Jeter will never come back uh, on there. He's, he's retired. Um, and, of course, the pitching. The pitching, pitching, pitching. And it's going to be interesting. I think the, the, the pitchers are going to have the advantage with the pitch clock going forward, especially guys like Nestor Cortez, who likes to get in a rhythm, pitch quick, and, and up and running. I think that's going to help. Um, and that's what, hey, that's what I got. That's what I got here. We'll, we'll be doing the, the opening day watch along here on the BF Fortnite. I know we pretty much do most of the Yankee game. Um, we'll do at least three quarters to almost the whole season of the watch alongs here on the BF Jedi Network. We do the play-by-play, the live scoreboard. We interact with the chats from around the world, from the Philippines all the way to Taiwan to here to the United States, up and down the east, west coast, uh, Bahamas, you know, all the different Central and South American countries. So, yeah, come join us on there. So we thank you guys. We do watch-along. So don't watch along the games by yourself. When you get frustrated with, hopefully not, when Josh Donaldson strikes out with two men on base with less than one out, um, you could come on the chat and we and you could just write in the chat and complain about it here. Opening day for the New York Yankees will be at 1 p.m. this Thursday, the 30th. I believe the Mets play later that evening or in the afternoon. I have to double check on the Mets if you're a Mets fan on there. The Mets will be in Florida. They'll be taking on the Marlins in Miami. I believe that's a uh, – let me take a look. Let me quickly Google that to you guys so I can give you the right information. Because I wasn't I wasn't planning on talking Mets, um, which – I'm going to do a whole separate video on the Mets. Not to, I just wanted to and get all through their, go get through all their different signings and stuff like that. The Mets will play Thursday at 4.10. So after the Yankee game is over, the Mets will follow the Yankees uh, at 4.10. So Yankees at 1 o'clock, Mets at 4.10. Double, a double dip for you baseball enthusiasts like myself that loves baseball. Opening day is phenomenal. You know, whether I'm at, whether I, when I'm at the workforce or when I was a kid at school, when I was a young kid in school, if the Yankees open at home, sometimes I would try to go to Yankee Stadium um, opening day, or if I had a transistor radio, you know, with the small little earbuds, putting it in my pocket while I'm in school, first pitch, listen to it on WOR, uh, or at least uh, CBS 880, try to listen to the Yankee game, AM radio, opening day, I remember that, you know, in the 90s, early 90s. Mid in in the mid in the late eighties because the mid eighties because I was that's when I had the ability to bring it when the teachers didn't really bother you or ten ten used to listen on ten ten yes yes and, you know so I used to like to listen those listen to those games um when in for that's just me baseball you know and then now my tradition when I come home opening day when I hot dogs and watch the games now I'm living here in Florida I miss that in the Yankee Stadium but. That is the tradition there, so we're going to keep it going on the BF Jedi Island. So I hope you guys join us. If you're a Yankee fan, we'd love to you guys. Please come take a check it out. Watch along. If you can't watch along opening day, there'll be other watch-alongs. Make sure you just hit that watch along with us. Um, one, Just ask you guys watch along one game. It's a fun experience with the chat. And you could do it with I do all different watch-alongs for basketball with the New York Knicks. Of course, they're going to be heading into the postseason. 
the Rangers hockey postseason. We'll be doing those watch along for the, Stanley, the road to the Stanley Cup, as well as the Yankees watch along. WrestleMania as well. We'll have the WrestleMania watch along join us. Um, definitely. And I Love Pie lives in Texas now. I'm going to miss opening day. We all miss it. Living in New York. I know you're in Texas. Um, whenever they come, when the Yankees come to town, either for the Tampa Bay Rays or I'm pretty sure, I don't know how far Texas you are, if you're in the Arlington area or down by the Houston, um, definitely want to take a look. We'll, uh, always make an effort to go see at least my time with the Yankees here. Um, one thing I won't do, I don't do spring training because the tickets, I'd rather pay for the tickets for the Rays on a regular season game than, than going for a preseason where it's almost the same price. Avila, Aiden says, opening day, Volpe, let's go. Yes, it's great to see the kid um, making the team, the youngsters, as we're going through over the, we're going through the chat portion here. Um, and, yes, uh, Volpe, let me ask you this, Aiden, what do you think the numbers will be for Volpe? I asked the chat, um, Volpe's numbers. I think the kid will bat around 285. Um, I don't know if he has – I don't know if it's going to – yes, I mentioned Ortega got released. Yes, I saw Ortega got released by the Yankees. Rafael um, – um, Esteban Florio made the team over Ortega. They're going to go with Florio over Ortega. And also Will Cahoon was sent as well. So Cahoon didn't make the team, who has more major league experience in the outfield. They're not on, but they like, they like the young farm system in in, in Florial. This is, and Aiden, I think this is Florio's opportunity to try to make something happen here at the big league level before they say they really give, them, give up on him 100%. Because once if Vader if once Vader comes back healthy, and they need to make a roster move, I'm not if Florio's not getting the time, I can see them moving away from Floriel before they do a Hicks. As I was mentioning, so I think I, I, like I was mentioning about Volpe, I think around 285. Um, I think he's gonna have like 24, 26 stolen bases, but I don't know what his home run totals are gonna be. I don't know how they're gonna translate. They say he has power, but, you know, I don't know what that's going to translate, guys. I don't want to put a limit on I don't know. I don't want to say 10 home runs and he ends up hitting 24. I'm like, oh, I didn't see that. I don't know his power, so I don't want to put a prediction on numbers because I don't know how his power is going to translate into the big leagues. I just hope, personally, I want him to get on, be a, a high-on-base guy, stealing bases, running the bases, and just putting pressure. That's what I want to see from Volpe. Personally, I would like to have Volpe bat in front of Judge, because you'll see better pitches. If this kid is the bat that they, they think he is, they need to have him bat in front of Judge. Takes the pressure off of Volpe. Um, he gets better pitches. Also, Judge, if Volpe gets on, either via walk or whatever, sees better pitches, now Judge have runners in scoring position with a threat to run. That's also going to help Judge see better pitches as well. Personally, you know, the person, the perfect lineup, but I know they won't do it. Uh, maybe not with Sabian and, and Manaya and and collaborating with, with Cashman, different voices in the room. Maybe they will go LeMahieu leadoff, Volpe second, Judge third. I would like to see that personally because, again, we know DJ could, could lead off when he plays, plays phenomenal there, and and he gets on base. He could go the opposite way to hit. Person, and also I would like to see him bat second, Volpe. He could set up, you know, if, with LeMahieu, if he could go the opposite direction, you know, and, and he set up first and third with Judge coming up. That's the way, you know, as a table setter. So I don't know if they'll go that way. Um, Aiden says, Rodan, news is positive. Hope we could get the get hit, get this ace back. I, I'm hoping, but I'm concerned. I mentioned earlier in the video when it comes to Rodan, he always has these history of injuries. Last year, it was, a, of course, contract year. He got healthy. That's just a, a concern to me, Aiden. That's just a concern for me. Um, what do you think of the rotation and the bullpen right now? I like the bullpen. Um, Clay Holmes, I go back with him as a closer. The eighth inning, be interesting who does the eighth inning for the Yankees. Mariachio had a phenomenal spring. We'll just see how um, right now, the first month of the season, Boone is going to find out who he could trust. He's going to go to and put guys out there. And the reliever at the end of, at the, end of the month, the, who's pitching well, He's then the, the establishment of positioning of who gets what inning, um, Boone will determine who he could trust, who, okay, I'm going to get this guy showed that I could get, he could get some current players out, some current high leverage outs. I'm going to use him in the eighth inning and so forth. 
And he goes, when do you see Dominguez in the Bronx? I mentioned it earlier on the video, Aiden. I was saying that when the moratorium comes for the service time um, for the for the major league players, when the, when you could bring the minor league players that won't count as service time, he will be up. And I made a bold prediction. I made a prediction of 2023. I don't think Dominguez goes back down to the minors once he gets caught up or bought up in late June. I think he stays. I think he comes and stays because he's going to play extremely well. He's going to give the Yankees a boost, a boost in the outfield as well as his hitting. Um, the point, the question will be: Would he be the left fielder or will he be the center fielder for the Yankees? Because if Harrison Bader continues to get nick injuries and little injuries here and there and pulls and not, and not a reliable center fielder, and Dominguez comes up, you do do they want to disrupt or um, disrupt? Dominguez and move him to left field where they're not going to put him in a position to succeed. If he's a natural center fielder, you put him in center field and you move Bader to left because Bader at the end of the year walks if they don't resign him. And if he's not going to show that he's going to stay healthy or being part of the future for the Yankees, then you want to move Bader to left and leave Dominguez and take the reins at center field. That's just my opinion. It doesn't mean they're going to do it that way. That's just my thought, my opinion on that. I will keep, I will put Leo Leaf, um, the Martian, Dominguez, in his natural position in center, unless the Yankees don't think he's a center, major league baseball center fielder. That's another question there. So with that said, guys, I think I'm going to end the stream. We've been over close to an hour. Um, I know we'll be back on Thursday at 1 o'clock. I'll be here Thursday at 1 o'clock. New York Yankees watch along. Um, I will put the stream up possibly tomorrow night after the Knicks game. We'll put the Tomorrow, Miami Heat, New York Knicks. Then after that, I'll, I'll set up the live stream for the first game of the Major League season. Yes, baseball is upon us. So, oh, man, the boys of summer are back. And you know what that means? That means the weather's going to get greater, it's going to get warmer, it's going to be nice. Oh, man, that's the best time of the year now when it comes. So, with that said, guys, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for watching along with us. Um, I really appreciate Everyone listening, whether it's here on the video platform or on the audio, we appreciate you guys. Always, man, let's get going. Let's go Yankees. And may the sports be with you. Let's do this, guys.